What's up, you dirty freaks? It's Monday, April the 4th. Ah, uh, your boy Goldie here. For another episode of the MFG Show. That's right. Killing it. Did two days in a row last week, another one this week. You may be saying, well, hey, man, what's up with the, the four-day gap in between? Hey, I was busy. Leave me alone. I'm just kidding. I love you. Please don't go, baby. Went down a weird road there. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great start to the day. It's Monday, the morning eye crust to every week. Uh, and, you know, we just finished a little din-din here at the family household. Uh, Estate de Goldie. And then my wife and, and the children's decided they wanted to do, like, mud masks and facials or something like that. So I decided it seemed like a really good time to uh, retreat. Retreat to the basement studio. Come down, knock out a podcast. Mainly because I did a lot of thinking over the weekend. This one won't be super long. Again, it's just me, uh, which I know you're all starting to enjoy. I really appreciated the feedback uh, I've gotten over the last few days uh, from a bunch of people, which has been really great, as well as the questions. Uh, We're not doing a Q&A today. However, uh, just as a reminder, don't hesitate. Goldiesplayground at gmail.com. Send me those questions, comments, whatever. I don't care. Just send them to me or hit me up. DM me on Instagram, Steve underscore Goldbeck. On Instagram, you can find me there, super easy. But anyway, uh, I was doing a lot of thinking over the weekend <clears throat> and just on a, a couple of different things, right? Um, as we go through life and we look at these different things, and, and as most of you know, my big thing being, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to be a good human, and that's what we should all be tr- striving to be, the best human we could possibly be. Um, that means in all facets, right? Uh, what that looks like for... Um, you know, the, the type of human we are to other humans when we interact with them, being a good human towards other humans, helping other humans, because that's what we all are. Regardless of everything else, bare minimum, we are humans. Uh, two, being the best human you can be, no matter what. I've got this weird frog in my throat. I can't figure it out. So sorry about the way I sound right now, guys. It's been a long day, a little under the weather, but hey. We'll power through. But that's the other part of being a good human, right? Is being the best human you can be. And how you can be the best you. Uh, doing everything that you can. We're all works in progress. Some of us are further along in that work than others. Right? I know I'm, I'm, I'm way behind. A lot of the people I, I look up to and, and I like talking to and networking with. Um, I'm way behind. But that's okay. There's no such thing as too late. Da 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 Right? Like all the, all the nice cliches. But <clears throat> there was something I was thinking about. Over the course of this weekend, and just I, there's no like specific situation or anything. It's just taking an inventory, right? I, a lot of times, what happens when I'm sitting out having a cigar on the deck on a Sunday, I take a lot of time to just rethink over a lot of different things. And uh, this one kind, I noticed that one kind of common theme of conversation and thought came up between the lush and I having conversations. Um, and just conversations with other friends and family members this weekend. I know, just some interesting things just kind of come up. And the the biggest part that came out of that was understanding that to be a good human, 
it really does start with the people you surround yourself with, right? There's different layers of those people, right? There's, there's family, right? The ones you can't choose. And I don't mean that in a negative way. You're born into your family. You didn't choose that. Your mother and father's biological genitalia uh, slammed together, spermed inside, egged, boom. It's the Cliff Notes version of it in case any of you were wondering or any of you children's are listening. That's basically what happens in a nutshell. And then you were born. Nine months later, you were born. There you are. You did not choose those people. And again, that doesn't that's not a negative thing. Ninety probably only ninety-five percent at this point, but ninety-five percent of us, that's okay for most of our lives. It's okay. My it's great in my situation. I had a great family life. I love my family. Um But we don't get to choose that, right? That that's that's kind of the first layer. The people we don't get to choose that are there from the time we were born until a certain point in life. And, and that's an important part to keep in mind. Your family. Your family is there. They can be the bedrock of, of how you engage with people, what your thought processes are, how you think the world works. They are your small world as you get older. And when you're growing and developing, right, your world is so small and it's just them. Those are the people. You have some friends at school, right, the ones you get to choose, and it's normally the ones that aren't mean to you, right? Uh, you like the same thing. Maybe you like the same wrestlers. Maybe you watch the same shows. Maybe you play the same weird board games like Dungeons & Dragons or something like that. I don't know. Whatever connects you. Today, it's whoever Snapchat shows the most whatever. I don't even know anymore. But either way, the family is the bedrock that's there. And as you get older, the family life, it, it, it helps shape you. And in some cases, it's not great. Right, and that's where we really get into. Man, I didn't choose this, and this is where it can it can really fall off the rails because that bedrock starts to break away. And I don't mean like the the adolescent or early twenty year olds who are like, my family's so mean to me. They make me have rules. Ugh. No, I don't mean that. That is a good thing. There should be those rules in place, and there should be those things. The thing that I think most teenagers and most early twenty year olds don't remember is that an apathetic family is not a good sign. If your family is showing complete apathy to what you do, you have put yourself in a bad position. Unless it is that small group of, you know, where family life is really bad. You know, it's, you know, abuse and, and all those things. Those are the things that are that are really bad and can really kind of break that up and, and send off that tangent and how you relate to people. But I'm going to focus mostly on, hey, you have this great family life and they're there. And in your, you know, your teens and in your 20s, you're like, ah, they're always in my way. They're annoying. They don't know anything. They're so dumb. Trust me, I'm going through it with multiple teenagers I've apologized to my parents. I can't even tell you how many times now after going through it. It's, it's crazy. But as time goes on, you and your family members also grow. You have to remember is that as you grow as a person, everyone else is too. Sometimes I think we get very locked into that. And, and this is really focusing on that, that group around you starts to change. You spend less time with your family. You spend more time with these friends you're starting to develop. These people that you're reaching out to. And you're growing, and you're growing. And then at some point in your life, you realize that bedrock, that first group, the ones I don't get to choose, they are my family. But a lot of them aren't my friends. Let's say that again. I love my family, and this is my family. But some of them are not my friends. Right? You think about it. They're, they're your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, your grandfather. But that's what they are. That's it. They're cousin. That's what they are. 
And in some instances, that same role actually rolls over into being a friend as you get older. They become like one of your best friends. I, hey, I, I, I've watched people who are super close with their cousins or super close with their siblings. And like they, they do everything together. And that's just what it is. Like that's their best friend and that's what they do. That's a cool scenario, right? But that, that's somebody who, you that trust, that inner peace and, and whatever it is with, with pure trust with them is built literally from the time you're born or from the time they're born if they're younger than you. That's where that's come from. But as you grow and as you get older, you start to meet new people. You start to meet people that you don't know their entire background to because they're friends. Maybe you met them at school. Maybe you met them at a job. Maybe you met them playing sports. Whatever. Maybe it's your next door neighbor. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And that's where we get to the really big part. Your friends are who you get to choose. They're who you get to choose. You know, there's there's so many different sayings, right? Like, you know, if, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong damn room. That's true. If you're the smartest person in your group of friends, or the most successful person in your group of friends, hey, the reality is if you want to keep growing, which we all should be striving to do, probably time to find some new friends. I don't mean that it is time for you to alienate or kick those people to the curb and just ignore them forever. No, I started this off by saying being a good human is being a good human. It's okay to find new friends and understand that not only are you growing as a person, but you may be outgrowing certain relationships. You may outgrow certain people. But that inner circle, those people you're going to have around you, your confidants, those people that you let in to that inner sanctum should be protected fiercely, fiercely. And I mean that. You shouldn't just let anybody in to that inner circle, to that, that you know, the circle of trust, right? Like any of that stuff. No. You need to vet your friends. You do. You need to vet your friends. If they cheer you on when you do something great, if they provide empathy to you during your struggles, they're there to support you. If they are there and they're not afraid to call you out on your stupid bullshit or your slacking or anything that you're doing, those people are the ones that meet the right criteria. Oh, I'm sorry, there's one more to that. If they are also asking for that same accountability back, those are the people. You don't want people that meet just some of them. That inner group might be small, right? Friends are few. Family's always there. Friends will be few. That inner close friends. I'm not talking about acquaintances, right? We have to delineate there. There's a difference. You have your close friends. You have people that you're cool with that maybe you consider a friend because you've shared some information. You guys have, you know, maybe spent some time, a, a, a bit of time together. You see on a regular basis. And then you have acquaintances, right? People that are on that periphery of all that. What I'm talking about, what I'm focused on is when you surround yourself with that inner close group, those are the things you should be looking for. Those are the things you want to come out of this. You're going to outgrow some of them. I said it before. Let's say it again. You're going to outgrow some of them as you continue to grow. But those people, if you surround yourself in that inner sanctum with those types of people, they're cheering you on. They're there to pick you back up. They're there to call you on your bullshit. And they're there to let you do the same. Those people are going to help you grow. And I'll tell you what. Rising tide raises all ships.
So when I say you might outgrow them, you're going to outgrow the ones that didn't follow through on that last part. That last criteria that said, hey, man, you need to pull me up. Like I, If I'm slacking, if I'm being lazy, if I'm farting around on YouTube all day, I need you to call me out on that if I didn't get accomplished what I told you I was going to get accomplished today. Right? Accountability. Those are the things. Those are the things that you need to have. But like I said, when you outgrow those people, or maybe they fall out of that inner group of close friends and get out into that, that maybe, you know, not quite acquaintances, but more familiar, maybe friends you, you hang out and stuff like that. When, when they get in there, that doesn't mean they can't come back. Uh, again, I, I've said it uh, once and I'll say it again. You have to fiercely protect that inner circle as, you know, be selective at who you let into that and who you spend that time with. But don't be closed-minded. Maybe somebody didn't grow with you that first stage. But then maybe they grew on their own after seeing what happened. And maybe all of a sudden that thing is reconnected and you're back. That's great. All it means when you grow and when your friends grow and when some of them don't. It just means the relationship is going to be a little different. And that's okay. Because again... Maybe. Maybe it's just not the right time for them to grow at your time. Maybe they went out when the tide came in and just didn't realize it. But maybe they come back the next time the tide comes in. Just keep that open mind because you never know. You never really know. Part of what's going to come into that consideration too is a quote I posted the other day. Uh, the great Ed Milet put up, um, and it's not his quote, it's just he put it up. And people have said it over and over again. I first heard it from Eric Thomas, who's... Uh, fucking awesome speaker. Um, watch any of his videos. He's the one that has the video about the guy and the mentor and uh, wanted to succeed more than he wants to breathe. Uh, it's, it's a great, powerful, motivational uh, video. So go check that out. Eric Thomas, uh, succeed more than breathe. But anyway, Ed Milet put up the quote. It is, um, are you willing to sacrifice who you are today for who you want to become? Let that sink in. That's going to require tough decisions if you really think about that. And some of those tough decisions are going to be around the people you surround yourself with. And I mean it. You have to take a look at who is it that is there cheering you on. Who is it that's checking in and say, hey, man, how are you? I haven't heard from you in a while or I haven't seen you or, you know, in today's age, right? I haven't seen you post on social media recently and you used to be really active. Like, is everything Okay. Or when they see you post something amazing happened, they reach out to you directly. Right? Or if maybe you're just texting back and forth and you're being a whiny bitch about something and they call you out for that. You're willing to accept that accountability. That's the other part of this too. You have to be willing to accept that. Find those people. Find those people and that's who you share the good times with. But you also need to keep a really keen eye out for those people who don't. It's super important that as you are surrounding yourself and there are these layers of friends that you are good to everybody. Everybody's got their own shit. Everybody is grinding through their own shit and mud in life. We all have it. You cannot be afraid to be the one that helps people through it. Even if they were in that close group of friends and then they're out and then they're back in. Or maybe they're just an acquaintance. But if you see somebody going through a hard time, hey, 
Maybe that was put in front of you to be that person. Right? They're slogging through the mud. They're sinking in the quicksand. And you're the one to offer a branch to get them out. More importantly, keep an eye on who is doing that for you. Maybe it's not somebody that at this moment in time has been in your inner circle. Maybe one of those acquaintances all of a sudden, every time you turn around, is the one that's there putting that branch out. Throwing you the life preserver. That's what I wanted to talk about tonight. I told you it wouldn't be long. I hope it was valuable. Ah, you know what? That's actually kind of the that's all that, that's all I really want to do here, and that's what all of us should be striving to do: add value. <clears throat> I talked about that inner circle being those people that provide that for you. Hey, at the end of the day, it has to be a fifty. Actually, no, fifty-fifty is wrong. It needs to be a one hundred one hundred relationship. This is what I'll end it with. It needs to be a one hundred one hundred relationship with you in that inner circle. Anyone that's not giving their hundred. Or anyone that you find yourself not giving that 100 to. You need to think about that. You need to keep that in mind. The both of you should be giving 100% of value into each other's lives. That's what it comes down to for everything. Think about those people you know are your closest friends. Are they the ones that are providing you the most value? Chances are yes. Those friends could be your family. They could not be. It could be somebody you've known for 40 years. It could be somebody you've known for 40 minutes. Either way, provide value to others. Look at who's providing value to you. And I promise the run to being a better human will continue in a positive way. All right. That's it for tonight. Quick and easy. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Like I said, any feedback, anything you want to do, hit me up on the email, goldiesplayground at gmail.com, or DM me on, uh, find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Slide in them DMs. Steve underscore Goldbeck on Instagrams. Anyway, keep doing silly shit. Keep being a better human. Keep doing you guys. Good night.